0: All right.
1: There we go. Good Good to go. (laughs) I got to say in my helmet, but (laughs) it's good to go. go. (laughs) Hey, welcome everybody who has joined us this afternoon for another healing talks. Um, Today, um, one of my favorite subjects. one of my favorite stories we're going to have. But the premise of today is the biggest thing we can do in the entire universe is to change inside. And that is truly um, what our ancient Peruvian and our Egyptian teachings that, um, we, that Kay shares with us, the Katasi path, um, is about waking up and changing our insides so that we change the outsides. And so today we have, of course, the amazing my teacher, Meredith's teacher, Helmut's teacher and wife, uh, Kay Cordell Whitaker, author of The Reluctant Shaman and the Sacred Link, Uh, the the books that um, triggered most of us to go hunt her down and learn from her. They are incredible. If you haven't read them yet, go find those books. They're incredible. and her wonderful husband our friend um are also our teacher helmet and the 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 tech wizard who puts this all together for all of us that we're grateful for so that we can reach far and wide <laughs> instead of just this just their their small santa fe group who we've been able to get much further in fact we now have uh, students all over the world because of his tech mastery. <laughs> and Meredith, um, Meredith joined our, our, our little tribe about a year ago and is one of the amazing uh, students of Katasi, learning the practice in her way through, and also a good friend. So welcome, welcome everybody. Um, so today um, we're going to start with uh, the video that Kay did a while ago. I'll let Helmut maybe explain it a little bit more, but we're talking today about frog medicine. My favorite medicine story. I love them all, but I have to say frog medicine um, is my favorite. And Kay introduced me to frog medicine when back, I think it was 2014, um, I did a bone throw with Kay and Kay informed me that my frog was upside down. That I had frog medicine in my hand and it was a tool for me to use, but my frog was upside down. And today I think we'll learn the significance of what an upside down frog means <laughs> as part of this. So thank you. Thank you, Kay. Thank you, Helmet, And I'll turn it over to all of you.
2: All right. Thank you. Thanks so much. Hi, everybody. Um, And as Laura said, we're going to start out with a video, a short video clip. Um, Kate talking about frog medicine. This is from an advanced study session, and it's a few minutes long. So here we go.
3: The story that goes with frog in in my set. (laughs) Frog is is just sitting there in her, in her, pond and she's floating around, swimming around and, and the, you know, little pond lilies are there and the other little creatures, birds coming and talking and splashing and drinking the water. And the other frogs are there croaking away and the sun's out. And it's just so beautiful. And uh, frog just gets overwhelmed with how beautiful everything is and how much she is just in love, deeply, deeply in love with everything in her pond and everybody and herself. And she's just so ecstatically happy. And that's life for her in that little pond. And so she, she can't help it. It wells up and it just has to burst out and she sings. And then just so happens the physics of her singing No intent on her part, but the physics of her singing makes the water evaporate out of the pond and fly up high in the air and collect and make clouds and get heavy and come down as rain. So her medicine is she sings and brings the rain, but she never sings in order to bring the rain. Because that's a kind of prostitution This kind of messes everything up. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work right. Everything goes sour. She's forcing it. If you do that, you force it, and it just doesn't, doesn't work. Because the forcing is not the magic. The magic is in the expression of, expressing of the passion. She's so full of passion. And she's so passionate about the singing of it. just Share it out and her heart's just bursting. That's the magic. Following her passion. Following her song. Following what she's in love with. Not paying any attention to anybody else who um, might think that she's being silly or shouldn't be doing that or any of these other judgments and condemnations and put-downs and all that stuff. She's true to herself. So in that being true to herself, to her heart, to her core, her song, she's being true to her aliveness. She's being true to all life. She's being true to the pond and the water and the rain. The reason the frog is so powerful in being able to make it rain consistently, keeping the water cycles going on the planet, which feeds all life on the planet, that's pretty powerful. The reason she is so powerful is because she's awake, she's in song, she is her song, she she loves herself, she loves her song, and she loves the songs of everybody else, everything else, and she has such passion, she's so deeply in love with everything, and has so much passion for their songs, their beauty, their little lives that they're they are having and enjoying and sharing. That's what makes the magic. That's her passion, and she follows her passion. If you don't follow your passion, all of that just fades. It just dissipates. If you don't sing it, the magic doesn't happen.
2: Wow. Okay. Take it from here, Kay. Okay.
3: <laughs> okay. <clears throat>
2: Thank you, everybody. Hi again, everybody. <laughs> Have fun.
3: Hi, everybody. <laughs> <clears throat> I seem to have a little bit of a frog in my throat. <clears> throat> this is, uh, this is one of my favorite stories. And, um, uh, the, the frog, frog medicine, this, uh, This way of living inside yourself is a way of being in, from deep inside yourself, from the core, from the, the core of your heart, core of your song, truth of who you are, to be it. Not think of it as some kind of separate thing, some kind of separate thing to that you need to pursue or capture, attain. That's uh, that. That doesn't work. That <clears throat> it's something. It's the carrot sitting in front of you, waggling around, uh, that you can never catch if you treat it that way. your song, your beingness, the the aliveness, the entity, the consciousness that is you. That's who you actually are. And your body's part of that. Your mind is part of that. Your personality in this lifetime is part of that. Part of your song. So, As we we learn to wake up in the way of these old, these ancient, ancient, ancient traditions that essentially originated from the stars, from the star people. They're the ones who who gave gave us this kind of knowledge in the first place. And it's been carried down on this planet for, for so many, many, many millennia long before humans were earth humans here on earth, the way we are right now, almost sapien sapien long before that. It's just been passed down and shared and passed down and shared and kept very, very, very sacred because it's, this is at the heart of all the sacred knowledge. This is the core piece. It's the first step. It's the middle steps. It's the last step. Learning how to be you. Learning who you really are, what you really are. Because the truth of those things, had nothing, absolutely nothing, like what our culture has told us for so many, many, many years. We we are this entity, this extraordinary being, consciousness, pure consciousness, that is unique and individual in the universe. That's who we are. That's what we are and there's there's so much of us we've been in existence for countless countless eons perhaps before this universe even started we've been around a long time we've had many 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 experiences learned so many things collected and earned so many gifts so much knowingness. And we can bring that to bear here, consciously, purposefully, in this lifetime. We can explore it. We can explore all these different kind of places that we've been, different t- types of lifetimes that we've had. Learn. Learn as we explore and experience and begin to remember because as we do this, as we begin to wake up, we do remember piece by piece, different lifetimes we've had as humans here on earth, lifetimes that we've had here on earth as something else. Could be all kinds of different something else's lifetimes on other planets. Out in the cosmos, living in the middle of a nebula. Just think about that. Think about some of those pictures. Uh, extraordinary, huge nebulas full of all this glowing, glowing colors and lights and and all these gases and forms, and and they're moving. And there's baby stars in there and baby planets and somewhere along the line you've probably hung out at least once in places like that. What what does that feel like? What does it teach you? What does it show you? The more we learn about who we are, learn about our song and what that means, what it is, what we are, where we've been, why we came here to earth to to live as an earth human again right now. We chose this. Why? As we begin to wake up, get out of the cultural stupor and brain fog and the little cultural box that everybody gets shoved into when we get out of that that's waking up that means we have to give up a lot of the ways of this modern culture the ways of thinking that we learned we have to get out of the habit of of these the mental patterns of thinking. It's all learned, it's all learned behavior. And we can unravel it, undo it, and let it go. It doesn't have to be our prison. As we get out of that, with it comes the other side of the mental coin, and that's emotions, two sides of the same coin. And we have emotional habits that go hand in hand with these mental habits and the mental babble. And these emotions from our culture are typically so full of negative things, negative emotions, fears of, of every kind imaginable anger frustration hopelessness feeling powerless all these things that our culture has taught us that we're there's something wrong with us personally we are a less than never going to be able to be better no matter how hard we try Something wrong with us. Something it's very personal. Something's wrong with me. And it's a lie. All these things, they're lies. Somebody, some people along the way wanting to control us, wanting to control the population, wanting to aim the population of earth humans, in a certain direction so they could have control. They could have that power. They told us all these lies. They told us all these ideas, and we took them on. We blindly took them on, blindly believing them, and taking them deep inside. We believe them with fervor, a lot of charge, a lot of emotional charge. And that's what keeps making the, the box, keeps making the brain fog, all the things that keep us asleep. That's, that's part of what keeps making them, keeping us there. And we get very addicted, very addicted to all of that, all of those beliefs, all the charge that comes with them, all that uh, assurity that we are right with this blind belief, we are correct, and, and we get really, really charged up. Very, very angry, demanding, ready to argue with each other, ready to have wars over these ideas. It's pretty powerful. Think about that. But we're at the time, we're at the the age, the end of this era, the end of this world. It's right now, it's happening. By the predictions of the ancients, the the old world has already ended. It's just we're getting rid of the the slag. We're in the bridge time. We're in the time between the old world and the new world. And we have to build this bridge and we have to build the new world. And we came here right now to be here now to be part of this. We all have some kind of part that we came here to do. To build this bridge to help wake up humanity, build a new world based on being awake, everybody being awake. The reason this is going to happen this time, at the end of this world, and this beginning of this new world didn't happen before. We didn't succeed. But it's going to happen this time. And all the ancients say the same thing. How hard this journey of of waking up is going to be, uh, that's up to us. How long it's going to take, that's up to us. What kind of world exactly, all the details of this new world, that's all up to us. We're the ones designing and creating it with, with every thought. And every emotion, every feeling, every belief we have inside ourselves, we're the ones creating it. So that's where Frog gets to be so important. Because she's an incredible creator. She just follows her own business. She's in love with her her aliveness. She's in love with life. She's in love with all the friends and beings around her. She's in love with the earth and the water and the plants and and the sky and the rain and uh, sunlight. And she's in love, just deeply in love with it all. She sees this incredible beauty of what it is that she sits in the middle of, that she's part of. Incredible beauty, incredible aliveness, incredible consciousness, incredible connectedness. She's in the middle of the field of aliveness. And she's she's just singing with it and dancing with it. That's her... Her song, that's the delight of her song. That's the passion of her song. That's a purpose for being alive in this lifetime here on earth. And earth is a very special place to be able to do this. Because not all planets are like that. So she's she knows how lucky she is to be able to be alive alive. And in a frog's body, and have this incredible pond, her water, all her friends, everything, the sunlight, everything. the The amount of diversity, amount of life, that's all around her. It's extraordinary, and she's well aware of it because she's awake. She has no programming. She has no blind beliefs. She's fully awake and able to perceive everything that is around her and inside of her and her herself and the interactions, all the connectedness and the field and everything. And she has so much love, deep, unconditional love, passion, great, great passion for all of this. And she's just feeling it all the time. And it's, it bubbles up because it's, it's like, it's effervescent. It's just, just something that is, is just bubbling and boiling and, and perking and sprinkling out all the time and that's that's her passion that's the love that's the aliveness that's everything that she's sharing as a living being with all of her friends and all of all of the life around her and everything out out to the rest of the planet out to the solar system out to the galaxy even out to the whole universe because we're that powerful we our aliveness our consciousness is connected to everything in the universe and as we experience anything we are sharing it with everything else and everybody else all the rest of this life and consciousness and she knows that. She loves that. She loves the experience of it. And she loves the experience of everybody else's experiences and, and their knowledge, their life, their love, their passions, coming back to her. That's part of, part of what she's experiencing in the pond. And she shears out. And she receives, and she shares out, and she receives. And it bubbles up. That's magic. The magic that that creates in the world. That everybody's personal song, their personal purpose in life, their personal passions, uh, they're all different in, in some way. They're all different. But they're all full of unconditional love and passion, and they they get shared out to everybody around them, out clear out to the ends of the universe. In nature, everything's awake. In raw nature. And we have a lot of that on this planet, even though we've done a lot of trashing. We've trashed a lot of things on this planet, but still it has an extraordinary amount of aliveness and different forms of life and consciousness and connectedness and beauty, incredible beauty. We're all sending our information out if we're asleep if we're still living in that brain fog and, and all the cultural lies dictating everything that we think and dictating every emotion we feel dictating every decision that we make we're not free when we're asleep we are not free we are enslaved deeply 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 enslaved and we're at the mercy of who and what whatever we have given our power away to and that has to change that's that's what it's all about the end of this world, the dying world. Dying off of the backwards turning upside down wheel. And that is a very good thing for us on our planet. A very, very good thing. But when you think about it, it isn't just us that we're affecting, whether we're sending out energies that are asleep and doing all these asleep things, an automatic pilot full of fear and anger and judgment and hatred and and self-loathing and on and on and on and on. Whether we're sending that out to ourselves, to our neighbors, to our planet, the solar system, the galaxy, the whole universe, or we're sending out the energy is like the frog of our, our whole beingness is awake and free. Completely free. We're free to feel and experience whatever we want. We're free to aim our attention at whatever it is we want. To experience Whatever it is we want. We're free. We choose the thoughts, the words. We choose whether our mind is busy or not. We choose the emotions we, we want to feel. We choose them. They are not something that is dumped upon us in our prison, without our permission or control. We actually choose them. But when we're asleep, we're pre-programmed to choose all the wrong things, all the destructive things. Rarely do we choose the most beautiful and loving and alive and sharing and caring kinds of things. And when we do, they're stilted. They're not as full as as they could be. They're not as as rich. They're not as as intense as they could be if when we're awake. So this is this is our bridge. This is our. Uh, Choices on our bridge. This is what is confronting us uh, head on. It is the the giant boogeyman boulder in the middle of the bridge, (laughs) in front of us, blocking our way. So, it's it's time. This is what the ancients have been predicting for. So many, hundreds of thousands of years, really. And this is what a lot of aliens, star people, have talked to Earth people about. This is the time. It's happening now. So now is the time to start choosing and start learning about these things, about waking up, finding out who you really are, and what you really are. And just how fantastic that is. How fantastically spectacular. Huge. Wondrous. Uh, each one of us is. And humans aren't the only consciousness on this planet. They're... So much more. Everything is conscious. Everything is alive. The air, the atoms, the molecules, the dirt, the rocks, the water. All these things that we consider inanimate. They are different than us as humans. Different, but alive and conscious and all of those things are awake. We humans as as a species, so many members of our, our human race are still asleep, painfully asleep, and not free, and being led around like they got a metal loop in their nose. being lied to, constant lies. And all the programming is there and reinforced and reinforced and reinforced. Now's the time to change it. And the way we change it is to do just what the frog does. We have to find out who we are. We have to find out our true identity and begin living it, being it, identifying with it completely, understanding that 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 is who we are body and our emotions, our mind, our spirit, everything. That's our song, that's our truth. And it doesn't have to be imprisoned, it doesn't have to be asleep. We don't have to lose our freedom. And this is the time to explore it. This is, this is the time, it's, and it's huge. This awakening time, all the bridge times that have been before, are huge times of change. Re-rebuilding so much, huge change, and this is too, and then we're going to see more. And if we want this awakeness, and we want the human species to be awake like this, totally awake and free and connected and full of full of this aliveness full of frog medicine curiosity and creativity and so much love we're the ones who have to start making it inside ourselves we have to make that awakeness and that clarity we're the ones who have to experience and create that love and the beauty and the freedom. We're the ones who have to change the way we think down to the core of how how we learned how to think, the patterns, the beliefs that we carry, essentially throwing the whole package out, most of you have heard the phrase there's even a the book title or two about um, everything that you know is is wrong everything you think you know is wrong and it's true <laughs> sometimes it's partially wrong but most of the time it's completely wrong We have been we've just been taught misinformation and and just flat-out lies for a very long time. And we've perpetuated it. We teach our children the same garbage. So the only way to stop it is to change it inside yourself. Throw out the package of blind beliefs. Question everything. Question everything. When we're awake, we have... The doors open, the psychic doors open to the universe to find out the truth about anything and everything instantly. But we have to start waking up to get to that door and get it open. With our emotional self, we have so much energy, so much emotion invested in all these blind beliefs and all the the, the parts and pieces of the sleepness from our modern culture. It's uh, We've taken on so much and we hold it so intensely because of, of the emotional strength that we have tied to it all. And that's That's where the addiction to it comes from. The emotional strength that we use to hang on to all the garbage, all the lies. And we have to make the choice to undo that and let it go. Our our physical self follows suit. Our physical self follows our intent, the emotional, mental, spiritual focus and intent. We're creating our body, recreating it all the time. And we have this opportunity, many, many opportunities, one second to the next, to be able to change how we have built our physical bodies, and the conditions that are there. We can, we can change that. The more we wake up, the more we understand about our connection to our physical body and how how our attention, how our focus, how our beliefs control the state of being of our body, the state of health. We need to be working on that and the spiritual aspect of our being. That's the biggest part. In, in the asleep way, we've shut it down and then turned everything off as much as possible. And we ignore it as much as possible. And we're, we're taught things like that doesn't exist all the stories about it are impossible they're fairy tales and and like everything else that we were taught we believe it really strongly so we have to let all those kinds of ideas and blind beliefs go and allow ourselves give ourselves permission to experience spiritual aspects of our being and begin waking it back up. When we're born, these things are all fully active, fully integrated, all synchronized and coherent. And and we can remember that. We can remember that, and we can remember it from other lifetimes, here on Earth, on other planets, we can remember what it is like to be awake and not have all, all that mental babble, blind belief, strong negative emotion, fog, clouding everything. So that's what Frog offers. That's her gift to everybody, to our whole planet. and it radiates out from there because we're not the only planet with this problem, with this state of, of being, with this asleepness, with this it seems like it's a war between negative and positive or good and evil. We're not the only planet. And what we do and what we accomplish personally inside ourselves benefits the entire human consciousness, the entire human race, everything that's, that is on planet Earth, everything that's alive here, it's all alive. It benefits life and consciousness and the other races out there that are stuck in the same kind of place we are. It benefits them and gives them um, a really big boost in the direction of waking up and being free. But it, it is, it's not just whole human race thing a whole planet thing it's it's not just the whole whole universe thing it's personal it's interior and it's private we've been taught we've been raised to believe strongly that everything that goes on inside us with our thoughts our mind, with our heart, with our emotions, with our spirit, is secret and private, and nothing outside of ourselves knows anything about what we are thinking or feeling or experiencing. We have believed that very, very, very strongly, and it has allowed us to do all kinds of negative asleepness activities, behaviors. The truth is that every thought we have, every belief we have, every emotion that we feel, every other kind of experience that we feel is shared with everybody and everything. And it becomes part of the total human consciousness There are no secrets. There's nothing hidden. So, it's food for an awful lot of thought as to how we affect ourselves and how we affect everybody, everything around us, and our whole human race, our whole planet, and beyond. We're very powerful. We have a great deal of effect. And when we, the more we wake up, we're remembering these past lives. We all have experiences where it is, this is extremely demonstrated how, how much power we really have and how much effect the thoughts in our mind, the emotions in, our, in ourselves actually has. So, that's Frog's message. And she's continuing to sing her passion. She just sings it, just as loud as she can, as as much energy, as heartfelt, full as she possibly can. Because that's, that's what the song Passion drives her to do. And we need to learn that. It's, it's the time. It's the bridge time. It's the time to learn it. So let's get started.
2: Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Kay. That's so beautiful.
1: Incredible.
3: Thank you. Thank you all for making this possible. And everybody here listening, thank you, guys. Share it. Share share Frog's story and information because it's time there was a time that's that story was secret a big secret you could be killed for telling somebody who wasn't supposed to know yet and now it's time to share it with every everybody that you could possibly share it with because it's it's critical
1: on it (laughs) (laughs) truly are moments that i hear you tell that and i'm just in the story and it's you know i i swear it's my story and i know it's not just my story it's everybody's story it's it makes me teary but it's it's everybody's story
3: and it's everybody's story personally Every single person, it's their story. And the whole human race, the whole human consciousness, it's the story of human consciousness.
1: Your line, the way of living inside of yourself. I mean, that, that statement, that's truly what I wasn't doing period was, um, I wasn't enough. And so I, I, I just, um, I couldn't find happiness with myself. I wasn't enough and I couldn't find happiness with myself. And it was, even after, you you know, it was, there's, we'll we'll talk more about the level one apprenticeship, but one of the aspects of it was the journey to death, journey to meet death, and what death showed me rattled me enough, you know, to realize um, the importance of me finding me as being enough you know, to look in, to do that, the way of living inside of myself. And boy, I kind of like my, <laughs> I can tell you honestly, you know, and, you know, between the medicine story of the frog of finding happiness and, and passion and and what death showed me, but just the tools of Katasi, of knowing who you are, what you are and what you're capable of. Um, I really love me. I found a love of me. And wanting to actually make me happy. You know, and and seeing what... I get a lot of um, mothers... And, and fathers, but a lot of moms asking me how to be better parents to their children. Frog medicine. Show them how to love themselves by loving yourself. My, my mom was unconditional love, but there is no way that she loved herself. And so that's what I learned. I learned how to give other people unconditional love, but not myself.
0: To- I was I was going down the same yeah. route you were, Laura, with my thinking, because I was sitting here thinking, I love when there's new students. Oops, hold on. Okay, can you see me? I love when there's new students because there's nothing I love more than hearing their story and how they got here. Because for me... Before I was introduced to Kitasi, you know, I'd, I dabbled a little bit with Reiki or I read some New Age spirituality articles or had some light conversations. I had a stick of Palo Santo and I thought I was like, you know, going somewhere. But nothing ever lasted. I was like happy, you know, I was like ecstatic about, oh my God, you won't believe like, oh, this feels so good for like one day. And what I realized from Katasi and why I just love this so much, everything else I was doing was external, I'm not fixing anything. <laughs> you got to work on the inside to really feel what Kay was saying about that freedom. I just got started and I am feeling that and seeing, seeing how that's affecting my family and just there's like <laughs> just to express it again it's just like this freedom i just feel so good and i feel at home like in my own skin and you know we do it ourselves it's there we can all have this it just feels good and Kay, what you were saying about, like, cultural emotions and stuff like that, I'll just change directions real quick, because I had, I, and maybe you can speak to this too, but um, I felt like, and I'm, I'm still uncovering this, but um, culturally, I had been told, like, don't be sad, suck it up, you know, be, You got to be strong for everyone around you. And like, I'm finally, now I can't stop crying. (laughs) It feels so damn good. It's like, there is sadness in my song. And it's so nice to just be like, yep, I'm going to cry now. No shame. There's no shame here. (laughs) No, like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm crying. Yeah. Feels good not to apologize. That's just me.
3: That's a beautiful example. Thank you. You really, um, really touched, touched that aspect very clearly. Mm-hmm. What is going on inside us is experiential. We've got linear mind, and it's full of thoughts and ideas and beliefs, and wants a babble, and it loves being in our driver's seat, it wants to take over our driver's seat from us and rule everything, take our attention and our intent and, and you know, send it off in what, whatever direction that it wants. And it's being run by all of the, the garbage that we've learned through our lifetime, all of the the culture's lies and garbage and all those beliefs and, and, and ways of, of thinking, ways of, of being emotionally, ways of being just existing in, inside ourselves. We've been so stifled. All, all that garbage that has put us asleep from our culture is so stifling. It, it tries to turn down the volume, turn the faucet down on everything, on all of our physical senses, uh, happiness, anything that has to do with real happiness, passion, joy, your song, real knowledge about the aliveness of things around you, the connectedness. It, it wants to shut all of that out. That programming wants to shut everything out. And we miss out on so much. The, the pain we put ourselves through growing up in this culture, and learning all this stuff, and then imposing it on ourselves, even though the teachers are not there anymore, the parents aren't there anymore, you're an adult, you've, you've internalized it, and now, now that all that babble, all, everything, it just runs on automatic pilot, like you're still in the same place as a little bitty kid with all these other people telling you what to do, telling you who you are and who you should be. We have to let go of it all. It's time. We don't have to live like that anymore. Thank you for that that story. That's, That's beautiful, beautiful.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you all. I'm, I'm just speechless. This was so beautiful. Um, the more humans we learn to live this way, the sooner and faster we get out of this insanity we're experiencing. And in the end, that's why the frog... We talked about the frog medicine being so, so important because that's what the teachings are really about. That's um, many, many of the ancient teachings, including the Egyptians and Katasa. That's what they teach.
3: They've been teaching it for so many, many millennia, many, 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 many. And they've been passing it down carefully and accurately through all these years. And they knew that when this upside down and backwards turning wheel is ending, this stuff has to come out and and be shared with the public. It was once common knowledge, public knowledge. Everybody knew these things. Everybody grew up this way. But then it had to go into into secrecy, into hiding. And it was kept extremely secret because they knew that humanity could not afford to lose this knowledge. It had to be saved and saved accurately just for this time right now. And now it's time for it to come out. And we hear that from all these different Indigenous peoples you look into the different ancient cultures and their stories about today, the predictions of today and how all this knowledge has to be shared, has to come out of secrecy and it has to be shared with everybody if we want to keep existing as a species.
2: As you were talking, I was I mean, I've been living with you now for what?
3: Pushing 30 years.
2: Pushing 30 years.
3: <laughs> we somewhere close to that.
2: <laughs> but I have, kind as you were talking, experiencing, I experienced the journey of, of what it was really about. And it's just, my God. Can you elaborate? I don't know. <laughs> but... What a privilege. I started out completely lost and completely asleep. Well, I had a few few pieces and and things that Ernie shared with with me, but I was still so stuck in, in the old, you know, cultural ways. And then going through all this, going through living with you and the ceremonies and the teachings and step by step shedding all of this and and freeing myself from from all that stuff. Most of it anyway. It's just thinking at the difference in, in experiencing life and the sadness where I really started out and what it is today, how I experience myself and life today. And that's the journey that I think we have to travel to change the world. Very true. That's why you said I think the biggest thing we can do in the entire universe is to change inside.
3: It's the only place it's, it, that is going to allow change in the world in the direction that we want. In the direction that humans have been wanting for, for many tens of thousands of years. And what our our alien relatives have wanted for us for hundreds of thousands of years.
2: Okay, thank you. Thank you again, and thank you for the journey. (laughs) What a ride.
3: (laughs) thank you for for giving me the opportunity to be able to share this Mm. because it is an honor it is a great honor and a huge joy to be able to share this
2: okay do you guys have anything else or should we go to the questions see if there are any questions I always have more, but let's go to questions. Okay. Meredith? Mm.
0: I think think I'll hold it. I'll hold it, too. Something's brewing, but I just don't have it quite, not quite (laughs) ready to, like,
2: say. Okay. If you want to join us on our teachings and courses and learning adventures and our waking up journeys, which are pretty amazing. Uh, you can set up a talk with me at katasa.world forward slash talk. You can find Laura at... You wanna,
1: Info at Ketty.com. L-O-R-A-K-E-D-D-I-E.
2: And Meredith, where can they find you?
0: So long. Meredith, M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H dot M garcia g-a-r-c-i-a at gmail or i'm on facebook
2: all right and we are all happy to to talk with you and answer any questions you have about this amazing adventure all right thank you thank you again don't go anywhere we go to i a i'm just starting a new recording love you